Getting Works podcast. Mike's getting tipsy. He drink a lot of beer and he drink a lot of whiskey. When he's not doing that, probably watching wrestling. Talking about the beers and it's so interesting. Mike's online, you can give him a follow. End of the day, he be cleaning out the tacos. No better podcast if you ask me. Getting Works, you can leave off the last G. Driving in your car, getting worked. Slacking at your job, getting worked. At the DMV, getting worked. In the VIP, getting worked. Out, getting worked. Getting worked. Get, getting worked. 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 People of the internet, getting worked is back. I'm Mike. This is getting worked. Hello. Um, quite the week. Quite the week. Uh, once again, thank you all for doing for tuning in, for liking and subscribing, picking this up wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, this is getting worked with Mike. I'm Mike. You can get this at gettingworked.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, follow me on Instagram at that dude named Mike. Follow me on Twitter at getting worked. Uh, it's been a hell of a week, as I said before. This has been a week where I'm just coming off a weekend of being out of town. Got to go do some cool dad shit and really enjoyed that. Today, though, we are going to pay tribute to one of the greatest talkers, greatest voices, greatest entertainment figures in wrestling. Uh, this past week, we lost the Iron Sheik. So we're going we're gonna to take a little time and, and remember some of the best moments of the Iron Sheik. Uh, also, I've got a product. I don't want to say this is a product review because I don't do that. I don't, I, don't, I don't do product reviews, but I have a thing, and I want to try it for the first time on the podcast. So... We'll see how that goes. Uh, it is a weed pen, dab pen, disposable. It's a disposable. Uh, it's from Blackcraft Extracts. They just released their new line of products. This is their Higher Spirits pen. Uh, so I guess we're going to kick the episode off with this, just trying this thing out. Uh, I've always supported Blackcraft. I think the brand is a great idea. Bobby's a great fucking dude. That dude achieves every goddamn goal he sets for himself. He, he wants to do a thing. He uses his brand and his know-how to do that thing. He's entered clothing space. He's disrupted the wrestling space. He's disrupted the weed space, whiskey, all these things. He's stuck Blackcraft in there in a really cool way every single time. So I was really excited to see this product, and this is a 2 gram, 0.07 fluid ounce, tea. that's the only thing about these products is the 
So it's called Higher Spirit, which is really cool. They're marketing. It's a very black craft line of products. There's Higher Spirit, Devil's Lettuce, and Nocturnal. Today I'm going to be trying the Higher Spirit. Not going to try them all at once today. Because uh, I want to save the other ones and rock those. Uh, but we're going to try Higher Spirit today. It's T THCA plus Delta 9P THC plus Delta 8 THC live, res live resin 2 gram preheat device. It's a lot of fucking words. Uh, keep out of reach of children. So just use press button and inhale to activate. Uh, ba -ba -ba, it's got a bunch of rules. The milligram content listed by the listed in the ingredients is required by the state of Florida. Milligram content is calculated by weight for most accurate results. Uh, let's see here. This product contains a total Delta 9 tetra tetrahydrocannabinol concentration that does not exceed 0.3% on a dry weight basis. This is from Savage Enterprises. Okay, so this is the Blackcraft Extracts Higher Spirit. Um, it's got the cool foil packaging. They, they've created the, a, a separate Reaper design. Uh, they do a great job of kind of having a different Reaper for each of the brands. I remember the Blackcraft Spirits brand had its own specific Reaper, and it looks as though Smoke Blackcraft, which seems to be the name. I don't know. Well, no, it's Blackcraft Extracts, but I think if you follow them on, on like social media, it's Smoke Blackcraft. Uh, really cool. Ooh, you can smell it as soon as you take it out of the box. Damn, that thing smells fucking potent. God damn. So, very black craft in the design. All black. The, the whole unit is black. Uh, it's got a cool little black craft extract logo there on the front. And <laughs> the entire back is just an upside down cross. Uh, once again, very on brand for black craft. Uh, it's rechargeable. I love the idea of a rechargeable disposable. Uh, if your disposable doesn't recharge, I probably won't buy it because I'm not somebody who's... Uh, I'm, I'm a to-the-last-drop kind of guy. So normally... Let's see. Does this thing just turn on? All right. So we're going to go and try... It, it has a little rubber stopper in there. It's like a little guard, I guess. These things usually turn on to five... Does it have the instructions? Five clicks to preheat. Or to turn on. There's a warning. Statement's been evaluated. So, no instructions on the box. I'm going to assume it's a standard one, two, three, four, five. Yep. Five clicks. One, one, two, three, four, five. Turn it off. But you'll see, hold on. One, two, three, four, five flashes to turn on. All right, so let's try it just straight, and then we'll preheat it. It's preheatable. You can see it's got you got the uh, little mouth or the intake hole there on the side, which is nice. Sometimes they put the intake the, the the intake air hole on the bottom, and the way I hold them, sometimes it blocks that hole because I hold them very long. I hold them like I hold them like a like a like an old lady with a Virginia Slim cigarette, but that's me. All right, let's give it a try. This is Higher Spirits from Blackcraft. Am I supposed to press? 
Oh, you're supposed to press... Okay, you gotta press the button and, and inhale. So I think it said that on the package, so I fucked that up already. Okay. That's pretty cool. Oh, shit! Okay. It's like... It's... I'd say that's... Okay, hold on. It's super clean. It, <coughs> it makes me cough, but in the good way. It's not the... <coughs> it's not the take my breath away cough. It, <coughs> it's not that deep... Like, try... It's not that deep, harsh hit. Where it, like, makes me want to... Or I can't breathe for, like, Two seconds. I can still fully breathe. Oh, it's just woo. It grabs a hold. And it makes you cough and lets you know it's there. Ooh, wow, let's get another one of those. That's fucking rad. Fuck yeah. Okay, so Blackcraft smoke smoke Blackcraft. At Smoke Blackcraft. The in collaboration with Savage Enterprises Delta Extracts Delta dot extract on social media Delta Extracts dot com Blackcraft Extracts higher fucking spirit Goddamn So Whew Now that we've got that on now that we've got that going Let's go ahead and drink in uh Montucky Mm-hmm Montucky Cold Snacks Lager Let's go ahead and let's let's talk about the Iron Fucking Sheik. Um, Mike's first exposure. Okay, so as a wrestling fan, I knew who the Iron Sheik was. I, I knew the character. I knew the pointy boots. I knew the the, the Iranian flag. Uh, I was probably a dumb, ignorant kid and probably mistook Iraq and Iran and got all that stuff messed up anyway before, you know, WWE did that whole thing where, oh, he's from Iraq, even though he's from Iran later on when he was, I think, was he, I, th I think he might have been General Adnan? Either way, irrelevant to the conversation, but uh, my, my knowledge of the Iron Sheik was the flag, the curly boots, Iran or Iraq, I, I was probably, like I said, probably didn't know the difference as a kid. Uh, and he was just a he was part of that cartoonier version of wrestling which while it was the version that got me hooked and the first version of wrestling that I really gravitated towards um, in like my high school year middle school and high school years when I really got into pro wrestling like during the Attitude Era Stone Cold the NWO all that shit during that time period I'd say I looked at that cartoony era with a little bit more disrespect. It's not that I didn't acknowledge what things, what people like, uh, was it Steve Kern who was uh, fucking the trapper, the stalker or something, the stalker, maybe Skinner, Skinner. I don't know. Um, Doink the Clown. And the, the, the funny part is, 
some of those characters blend in the line. Like I remember as a kid having a comic book where the Undertaker and Big Boss Man were in the same comic book fighting each other. Big Boss Man was the, like the good guy, and the Undertaker and Paul Bearer ran this weird uh, funeral home, of course, per character, and really made me kind of think part of all of that was part of that cartoony world, Undertaker and Big Boss Man. Even though, in retrospect, you know, Undertaker's Undertaker, and Big Boss Man, while a cop, wasn't really a cartoon character of a cop. The music made him feel cartoony. But we're not even talking about the Big Boss Man. We're talking about the Iron Sheik. So I want to take a look at some of my favorite bits involving the Iron Sheik. So we're going to go ahead and take a look at some of my favorite promos. So this one right here, uh, I've this is even listed as the Zoom It promo. Zoom It! Uh, this is where Iron Sheik kind of goes off with Mean Gene and at a certain point, he can't remember names. He goes to say people's names wrong. Mean Gene corrects him. Uh, a couple times, he just says, exactly, exactly. And then it cuts into him just getting kind of frustrated and just say, you know what, just zoom in, cameraman, and start slapping his muscles. Uh, and refers to it infamously as, zoom it, cameraman, zoom it. So, this is uh, Iron Sheik's zoom it promo. And my distinguished guest from the Middle East, he's from Persia, from Iran. He is Sheikh Alahani, Khosro Vasari, the Iron Sheik. Anybody that knows wrestling knows, knows the Iron Sheik. With the Iron Sheik. Welcome back to the beautiful South Florida area here in Miami. Thank you very much, Gene Mean. And First off, thank you very much, Gene Mean. Back to the beautiful South Florida area here in Miami. Thank you very much, Gene Mean, intelligent American, intelligent Miami. So, it's interesting because compared to some things we're going to see here in a moment, like, um, Iron Sheik was really soft-spoken at certain points during interviews when they would get started. He's very polite. Thank you very much, Jin Min. So, city, all American resting city, people like you always tell the main street, welcome to the Miami. No. Welcome to the Miami. I love that, his pronunciation of Miami. Oh, I love the songs, young punk American, come to the WWF, toughest rough. All sorts of young punk men come to the WWF. This area in the world, and he beat bunch of American, and he makes a name for himself. Exactly. You know who I'm talking about. You know exactly. who I'm talking about. Exactly. Now, Miami. <laughs> I just, it's so good. Miami, Miami. All intelligent American, Italian, my banzan. So there, this is like, <laughs> this is the part that, nowadays doesn't play it doesn't play the same but this was written and came from a place of him trying to be inclusive of all people miami all intelligent american italian my banzan iranian all jewish people yeah. intelligent jew like yourself they know about the iron sheik and i think what that was trying to do 
is make him a baby face to the degree where he was i think there was the, the whole mentality of people from his country I, I, and i could be misspeaking on world events kind of some negative thoughts towards jewish people so i think this was his attempt with the character of making sure and highlighting i am not i love the jewish people um and i love it, it mean jeans little yes Yes. See, Mean Gene was into it at that point. He, he made sure he's like, oh, my Jewish people. Yes. They know who's the Iron Sheik. Let me get another hit of this Blackcraft thing. They know who's the Iron Sheik. They have the, the from John F. Kennedy Airport. From John F. Kennedy Airport. Angeles, California. They know who's the Iron Sheik. No. That noise you heard is him slapping his chest. If you, if you, this is audio, but you hear those two loud thuds. That's his frying pan hand on that like. The the dude just looks like he's made out of like concrete meat. Angeles, California, they know who's the Iron Sheik. Corporal And at this point, Sheik is given like kind of up on the promo against General Kirshner and has proceeded just to slap his muscles. And tell the cameraman to zoom in by screaming, zoom it, zoom it. Because she bored me, cameraman. Zoom it, thank you. Miami Sight Center, Monday, April 28. And I think that's just a great example of how the Iron Sheik was successful. Like, he, he is energetic, he was just powerful, he was very confident. He was well-spoken, even with the accent and the broken English. He got his point across and focused and knew what he was going to say and looked dead in the camera. That combined with his ability to take the language barrier in stride, uh, make make it work, make it part of the character. When he gets corrected, he goes, like, well, exactly, whatever. And then and kind of just evolves to, you know what, I'm just going to slap my muscles, slap my chest, and he'll zoom it. Um, that's what worked for the Iron Sheik. So years later, the Iron Sheik was on Howard Stern. Uh, we're going to jump ahead to this. This is, does this have like a, when this was on? Like when, when this aired? Uh, doesn't... Doesn't say when this aired, but this is the Iron Sheik response to Macho Man Randy Savage from the Howard Stern Show. Macho Man Randy Savage is on the phone. <gasps> Fuck the Macho Man Randy Savage. Because this is what the... Look, at, so that first part was... was 
like the first clip, that's the Iron Sheik from wrestling. But after wrestling, he became this wonderful, insane character. And and I don't want to say a caricature, but really he became like this new evolved version that was completely comedy and completely just vulgar as shit. Let him talk! Macho. You jabroni, yeah. The reason why your wife don't... It's a fake-ass macho man calling in. Fuck you, it's because she wants a real man, like the macho man, Randy Savage. Fuck you! And fuck your wife! I have a talent, Scott! Fuck you and fuck your wife! I have a Jesus Christ! You and fuck your wife! I have a talent, Scott! I jump with your fucking! I have fucking your ass! He started to take his pants off as he said, I'll fuck your ass. I want to show you my fucking talent, Scott! I want to show you. Do you get message? Fuck you, Randy Savage! I'm a mess, Robin is here! So I don't have to show you my tenants, God! Wait, what? He, he doesn't have to do it now. Mers Robin is here! Message! Fuck you, Randy Savage! I'm a mess, Robin is here! So I don't have to show you my tenants, God! He's something this year, and that's why he doesn't have to show you his 10-inch cock. You fucked your fucking ass! This episode, I definitely gotta remember to click the uh, uh, explicit content button when I love this one. You are not good, jabroni Jew! Son of a bitch! Fuck you, Randy Savage! <laughs> All right. Well, Randy, Randy, uh, the sheik was unbuttoning his pants to show you his penis. 10-inch cock, I want to show that! An obsession with his, with having a 12, a 10 inch cock? Son of All a right, bitch! You. I can fuck your s And he's wearing, and this is the funny part of the Sheik. He's, he's got, at this point he's wearing dress slacks, looks like. Um, like a short sleeve button up shirt, but a short sleeve button up shirt that's like oversized, cause he's like older and disproportionate so like the sleeves are like a little too long and big um but the collar fits nice and he's got his olympic medal that he won uh the headgear i don't want to insult and disrespect the headgear i don't know the name but the typical headgear the iron sheik always wears hold on actually i'm gonna fucking would be a little Educated, hold on. What is the head dress the Iron Sheik wears called? What is the headdress? Um Sheiks wear on their head. The traditional head cover is the kafie, sometimes known as the gutra, G H U T R A H. So the kafia, sometimes known as the gutra, a broad cloth folded and held in place by a camel's hair cord, known as an ikal. Ikal? Ikal? 
Cafea. Hold on. I'm going to... Yeah, Arab headdress. And still worn today. Although, maybe a company... Okay, yeah. So, the Cafea that he's wearing. Uh, so, he's got dress slacks, unfitted button-up shirt, Olympic gold medal, uh, Cafe on his head, and a tie that's clearly too short. Clearly too short. Tied it. You know, he did that quick, or whoever tied it didn't think about the length they were making it. They just... I bet the knot is really nice, because this is what happens, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this bigger for anybody watching this, is, is that what happens is... You'll, you'll, you'll do the knot really well. You have the perfect knot in your tie, but then it's uneven. The, the back is too long and the front's too short. And it kind of is sitting really high on, on his body right now. Um, but he's screaming. He's got his headset on. Still got that perfect Iron Sheik mustache. Uh, so let's hear what he has to say. Sister, I can fuck your mother, your father, your brother. Whoa, your mother, your father, and your brother? All your fucking family with my talent coach. Your brother, all your fucking family with my talent coach. Riding the camel. All right, thank you, uh, Macho Man. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Oh, you make me mad. No. You cheap, you son of a. Oh, God. And my distinguished guest from the Middle East is from Persia. So. Mm. There was plenty of times where the Iron Sheik went on Howard Stern. Um, that previous one, they, it was actually a fake Macho Man. Was, of course, if you heard that Macho Man voice, that was not Randy Savage. They had somebody calling in pretending to be him. Uh, this, however, seems to actually be the Howard or Iron Sheik calling in while Kurt Angle is there. And he makes Kurt Angle humble on the Howard Stern show. This is titled The Iron Sheik Makes Kurt Angle Humble on the Howard Stern Show. Are you feeling love already? Like, is this like. Yeah. I, I think there could be. Yeah. I, I, I can't fall in love with her. I don't know her yet. Believe right. well, me, I know her. She, Kurt Angle flirting love? with Robin Gibbons. Howard loves me. That's I love all I need. Yeah. Old slick fucking Kurt Angle. Oh, Iron no. I like how as soon as somebody hears Sheik's on the phone, Kurt Angle says, oh, no. Sheik, go ahead. That's all I need. Iron yeah. Sheik wants to say hi to you. He's on the phone. The Iron oh, Sheik. no. Iron Sheik, go ahead. Kurt Angle's on the phone. Yes. Hello. Uh, hello? Oh, boy. Iron Sheik? Kurt's waiting. Yes, sir. What do you want to say to Kurt Angle? As soon as Kurt realizes it really is Sheik and it's really Sheik's voice, he puts his hand over his eyes. He is... It's it's very obvious that he's uncomfortable as fuck, and he's not ready to talk to the Iron Sheik. That's limitless. I want to say yes. First of all, I want to say hello to the all of the Stern and Robin and all of RD and Shuri and everybody. He's saying he loves everybody. Second, I want to tell Kurt Angle I'm in the Olympic city of Florida, Georgia. That's because you come. Olympic champion, your last match was with the Iranian, and they give it Kurt Angle is laughing at you, Iron Sheik. <laughs> it's hard Kurt to tell what she's saying there. You, you come famous in the WWF. You are another whore like Hulk Hogan. Oh. Huh? 
You're a whore. Wait like a minute, Hulk Sheik. Hogan. At least I made Hogan tap out. You lost to him. <laughs> so Angle, Sir Angle, is just pointed out like wrestling match wins. He said, "I beat Hogan, and you didn't." Like, uh, so like that was him trying to kind of defuse the situation, I guess. But Sheik's full bore. Sheik's all in. Hold on a second. Hogan beat your ass. He beat the shit out of you, buddy. And you were never in the Olympics, you lying son of a bitch. Wait a second now. Iron Sheik. Are your medals real, Iron Sheik? Kurt Angle said you were never in the Olympics. He lied to me. He told me he was, personally. Are you on the speakerphone? We can't hear you. He's pissed off because I beat his fellow Iranian in the Olympic finals. Let me tell him. Kurt Angle rubbing it in. Sheik. Sheik. Sheiky. Sheiky baby. Sheiky baby. Listen to me. <laughs> Kurt Angle said you're just mad because he beat your fellow Iranian and you were never even in the Olympics and you never won a real medal like he did. Mr. Goldmaster, I was a star. I am 1971. AAU champion. You're full of shit. You have to be an American and be in the AAU championships, buddy. Before that fucking jabroni, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle is a gold digger. Kurt Angle is a gold digger. What do you mean gold digger? Zoom it, people of the internet. Zoom it. Is that what? It, is that how it goes? Uh, so, in tribute to the Iron Sheik, that was a lot of fun. This week, I want to do a cocktail. It, it's summertime, so I want to do something a little bit light, a little bit fun, a little fruity. So let's do this fucking thing. And I was inspired. We we at the beginning of this episode tried out the Blackcraft Smoke. Higher Spirit 2 gram preheat device. This is the Higher Spirit flavor, which from the description on the website was based around mango. Uh, actually, let's look up the full description of that flavor. Smoke Black Craft. Pulling it up. Disposables, higher spirit. Uh, let's see. Currently out of stock, however. So kudos once again. Kudos to Blackcraft, Smoke Blackcraft, Bobby. Holy shit, those dudes know how to roll out a product. Uh, embrace the vibrancy of the night as the higher spirit casts its spell upon you, like an exotic ritual dance under a moonlit sky. This disposable device entices you with the irresistible flavors of tropical mango and bright grapefruit. So, we're going to base this week's cocktail kind of off of that flavor off of that flavor profile. Man. Uh, so we're going to call this the Higher Spirit Special. Now, I'm basing this off of a classic cocktail. Uh, the, the the classic cocktail that we're basing this off of is the Heidi Ho special. 
So just like Heidi Ho, like Heidi Ho neighbor from the fucking Simpsons. This is the Heidi Ho special. And this recipe comes from uh, the Mr. Boston bartending guy. This book was printed in like 1935. I've got an old leather bound version of this thing. Uh, but it's a bunch of cocktails based around using Mr. Boston products. So the original recipe for a Heidi Ho special, orange flavored gin, hyphen H-O, one and a half jiggers, old Mr. Boston orange flavored gin, uh, juice of one half lemon, one teaspoon powdered sugar, add cracked ice, stir and strain into an eight ounce highball glass, then fill with seltzer water, decorate with a slice of lemon. So this particular type of cocktail, uh, is is what's referred to as a cooler, C O O L E R, like like a cooler you put your fucking drinks in. Uh, the New York Times defined this: uh, a cooler is made with vermouth or sherry, port or gin, lengthened with soda water, or topped with dry tonic or fresh fruit juice. So a cooler, from the from from the base of it, essentially is the old uncle of the classic I just want a vodka soda I, I, I want a vodka tonic I want a gin and soda uh, whatever you prefer something and something uh, that, that idea of I'm going to take my spirit I'm going to take my booze and I'm going to lengthen it which means dilute it with some sort of bubbly beverage so when I read the Heidi Ho special and, and relating us into our higher spirit special that we're making today. The the idea of basing it in that cooler mentality. We're going to take spirit, add some flavor to it, and lengthen it with a bubbly beverage. However, we're going to fuck this whole thing up. So this is a higher spirit THCA Delta 9, THC Delta 8, THC Live Resin. It's a lot of fucking words. Uh, disposable device. It's got that herb flavor. It's got that fruit flavor. So that's where I wanted to go with the flavor profile of this cocktail. Now, the other spin is it's the 14th of June as I sit here and record this part of the episode, which just so happens to be Bourbon Day. I live in Kentucky. I love whiskey. I love bourbon. So seeing that made me realize, well, we need to make this drink with some kind of bourbon. Whereas normally, based on the cooler, from a lot of the recipes I was reading, vodka, gin was the primary spirit. We're going to do ours with bourbon. In fact, we're going to do ours with Willet Pot Still. Uh, this is 94 proof Willet Pot Still Kentucky Straight Bourbon. That's going to be the base of this drink. That's going to be the main spirit that we're going to be diluting. Uh, tools, I've got a jigger. I've got a stir stick. I have a pint glass, and I have a cup of ice. I consider ice hardware. Uh, liquids. So we've got the Willet. We've got the bourbon. That's our base spirit. The cooler was the spirit, and added to that a fruit juice and some sort of lengthener. And they referred to the lengthener as tonic water, soda water, ginger ale. We're going to go a little bit overboard. For flavor, for juice, we're actually not going to use, well, I'm not going to use 
uh, fruit juice. We're actually going to use flavored syrup. We're going to actually go back and use again this Pink House Alchemy Herbalicious Syrup. This is from Pink House Alchemy. This is a fucking incredible product. Uh, we used this previously in another cocktail. You can go back and listen to that episode. But I picked this up in Asheville, North Carolina at Cultivated Cocktails. Uh, it's, it's, it's a gimmick where you go in, you have drinks, but also you buy all the ingredients to make that drink yourself if you would like. Really great idea. So it came from there. And I just love it. it it's, it's herby. I love mint in things. I think rosemary is a great cocktail addition. And it's going to bring that sweetness that we need to this drink because we're doing whiskey and we're going to do the syrup. But our lengthener is going to be beer. Not just any beer. Uh, I'm actually going to be using Three Floyd's Fodor Mango Fiend. So this is a beer I was drinking last episode. I think it was. This is a... American Wild Ale brewed with mangoes. So it's a little bit sour. It's got a little bit of that tartness to it. It's got that fruity mango quality. So I also think that's going to help sub in for the fact that we're not using any fruit juice. So we're going to have the mango showing up from the beer. We've got the whiskey as our base spirit. And instead of fruit juice, we're going to be using Herbalicious Lavender Mint Rosemary Thyme Syrup from Pink House Alchemy. So making this cooler, I'm just going to build this in the pint glass. There's no reason with what we're doing with a spirit, a syrup, and a beer to shake. A, we're not going to shake the fucking beer. It's carbonated. B, nothing in here will mix together. We'll, we'll need harder than a little stir to mix together. Uh, I'm thinking approaching this, it'll probably be best to put the syrup and the booze in there. Stir that with the ice to get that syrup incorporated and then probably top it with the beer. That feels like the best way of doing this. So first things first, let's go ahead and put our base spirit in our drink. Let's go ahead. Open this bottle of Willet. We're going to do... Let's see, there is an ounce and a quarter, one and one quarter ounces. We'll call it two ounces total. Let me do another three quarters of an ounce. Cool. So we're doing about two ounces total of bourbon. That's two ounces of Willet pot still in the cup. Syrup. I'll be honest with you, I think we're going to keep it real light. I'm not even going to use a measurement device on this. This is really herbaceous, really strong, really sweet. I think for our purposes here, we don't need a ton. I'm going to, I'm not even going to use a jigger. I'm not going to use a measuring device, a bar spoon. I'm just going to give it a little, eh. That was just a splash. That was like a splash if you have it. In a squirt bottle, I'd call it a squirt if you put like, if you, if that's how you're going to do your syrup, but that's not a, that's like, 
a bar spoon and a half worth, but I'm going to call it a splash or a squirt. So I'm going to go ahead. I think best practice is going to be to dilute some of this syrup into the whiskey. So I put it like, I just put like a little bit of ice, just enough ice to get the whiskey wet, to get the weight. The whiskey's already wet. Just enough ice to kind of sit inside the whiskey, like five or six cubes, giving it a stir. Like I said, this part's just about diluting that syrup. You just, you want to make sure you don't see that syrup at the bottom because it's really heavy. So we've got that. We've got, ooh, that smells strong. All right, so we're going to go ahead now and add the rest of our ice. So we've got our whiskey and our syrup in the glass. We're going to go ahead. We're going to fill that pint glass. Not all the way. Leave yourself like a little bit of a, a, a little bit of a lip. Like if you were pouring a beer in a pint glass and you thought about leaving a little head, about as much space as you would use to leave a little bit of head on your beer. So I, I wouldn't fill the ice to the very tippy top of your glass because we're about to add carbonated beer, which is going to take up some volume. Uh, so once again, this is Three Floyds Fodor Mango Fiend. I'm actually drinking a Rheingeist Cheetah Lager over here. Because that's not the ingredient beer. That's that's the enjoyment beer. So let's go ahead and crack this. All right. Three Floyds. Fodor Fiend Mango. So this is our lengthener. This is our soda. This is our carbonated liquid. I'm going to let it settle before I stir it. And I'm not even gonna, I'm not even giving this like a real stir because I don't want this beer to get super agitated. I would say I'm just giving this a shimmy, man. Like I'm sticking the stirrer in and just kind of like shaking the stirrer from left to right a little bit. So we've got, will it or won't it? Ha-ha! <laughs> Whiskey joke! We've got our Willet. We've got our Herbalicious Lavender Mint Rosemary Syrup. And we have our Three Floyds Fodor Fiend Mango. Uh, this... Let me see what this is. Let me, it's got a nice color. It's... Uh, it's a little on the lighter color palette. You know, it's got that real beer cocktail color to it. Like, you can definitely tell this is made with beer. Let's give this a taste. We definitely hit the dank factor. Hold on, does it taste like the pen? They go well together. The mango and the fodor, that kind of agedness of the fodor, which we learned last week, a fodor, F-O-E-D-E-R, is just a big barrel. I don't really know, and no one was really able to explain what classifies, what makes it 
a fodder? Like, at what size does a big barrel become a fodder? Uh, and there, there was no real consensus of that online. So, man, whew. it's tart. It's it's light, though, from everything we did to it. Putting the ice in there, the, the herby syrup has a nice kind of flavor layer to it. And whiskey. Can never go wrong with fucking whiskey. People on the internet, we have made the higher spirit special. Uh... Not everyone may engage, may indulge, may imbibe in, in, in the herby delights, but that doesn't mean you can't enjoy a nice herbal drink from time and time again. Uh, once again, that was based on the Blackcraft Extracts Higher Spirit Pen. Go to smokeblackcraft.com, pick one of those up. Those are fucking rad. They're not a sponsor. Just fucking love that brand. That shit's fucking great. Good for them. Uh, once again, this cocktail used Willet Bourbon, Pink House Alchemy Herbalicious Syrup, and Three Floyds Fodor Fiend Mango. Fuck, that's a good drink. This is actually one of the... I, not gonna lie, sometimes I stun cocktail, I make the drink for the show, I drink half of it, and then I don't finish it because I, I drink a beer every once in a while, so... But this one's probably gonna get drank all the way through. God damn. Mmm. People of the internet... This is a good fucking drink. This has been a good fucking episode. Rest in peace to the Iron Sheik. I'm Mike. This has been Getting Worked. Make sure you follow me. Go to gettingworked.com. Like, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. Follow me on Twitter, at Getting Worked. Follow me on Instagram, at that dude named Mike. Make sure you tune in to twitch.tv slash gettingworked every Thursday night at 9 p.m. for Thursday Thursdays. I'm Mike. Once again, this is getting worked. See you guys. We got drunk. We marked out. We'll see you next week. This is Platinum Max. Signing off. Getting worked. There's no G in yet. Except for the first G, of course. Driving in your car, getting worked. Slacking at your job, getting worked. At the DMV, getting worked. In the VIP, getting worked. Out, getting worked. Getting worked. Get, getting worked. Getting worked. Getting worked. Get, getting worked. Getting worked. Getting worked. Get, getting worked. Getting worked. Getting worked. Get, getting worked.